Good day, everyone, and this is Dr. Paul Kilgore. Welcome back to Quantitative Health Podcast. I am so glad to be here with you today, and I'm very, very excited about today's topic. It's going to be super important, I think, going forward for all of us. But before I dive into that, I wanted to make a few announcements to kind of give you a preview of where we're going with the podcast and also some of the activities that I hope you will begin to work on with us through the podcast. In January, One of the things that you will have noticed if you've been listening to the podcast is that we are focused on our past. And I'm talking about our early years in life to kind of look back at who we were, what we were doing, where we were. And today we're going to continue in that program and talking about our later teen years and our 20s, so our young adult years. But before I do that, I wanted to make a couple quick announcements. And that is that we're going to continue the podcast and we're going to actually develop some action steps and things for you to work on through the podcast. One of the things that we're going to do is have content on our website. And so I wanted to make sure that you know where to find us on the web and how to contact me, actually. So you can actually go onto the web from your phone, from your iPad, from your tablet, from your desktop, from your laptop, and you can actually find us at quantitative-health.com. Let me repeat that, quantitative-health.com. You don't even have to put in the www anymore. So type in q-u-a-n-t-i-t-a-t-i-v-e-health.com. And you'll be able to find our content. There's different pages there. And while you're there, if you could do me a great favor and sign in with your email, okay? Put your name, your email, and then you can get connected to us uh, through email. We'll be able to send you information, announcements, different products, different free brochures. And you'll also see our future coming newsletters so you can actually learn more about the podcast, about what we're doing at Quantitative Health and get healthier over the course of the next year. So that's going to be very important going forward. Quantitative-health.com. Go there, sign up for your email and your name, and we'll get you into our system. It's going to be great. Thank you very much for doing that. Also, one other quick announcement. This is actually a favor I'm going to ask from you. Send a text or an email or tell a friend by phone or verbally in person about our podcast. And all you need to do is have them go to podcasts and type in quantitative health. You can do that on the Android system as well. And we're also on other systems like Spotify. And you can find us on the web as well. Just type in quantitative health into Google search engine or any search engine and it'll pop up. Also, you can listen to our podcast on from the website, quantitative-health.com. Okay, let's get into today's topic. And the title I have actually originally for this podcast was My Young Adult Years, Where Was I? In fact, I'd like to change that up a little bit and tell you that when I think about our young adult years, I'm thinking not only where was I, but what was I? And today I'm reminded of this even more because my triathlon coach, an incredible guy, Raul Sosa, sent me a video. And the video is of his daughter, Candace, Candace Sosa, who is now on tour with Armin Van Buren, who is a very, very popular uh, DJ who goes on tour, provides concerts. They have a huge 
concert schedule. And in the video, you can see the crowd is cheering and really participating with the performers in the, on, who are on stage. And I was just reminded of all the activities that I was doing in my younger years, including going to concerts like that and really, really having a great time and thinking about all the things that we did during that age period. Now, the great news is that if you're a young adult right now and you're listening, that's fantastic because I think what you're going to learn today is that you can actually, in the time period where you are now, think about your older years. If you're an older adult or in the middle to later years of life, you'll be able to actually look back to the early years you had, late teens, so I'm talking now about 18, 19, 20, up to about age 30, okay? In that age period, we actually form many important habits. And one of the things that's important to note is that we can actually look back at that time period and think about what we were doing. So, for example, think about where we were living, what we were eating, what we were drinking, what we were smoking, what we were thinking about, and who we were interacting with. Who were our friends in that time period? What new friends did we find? Where did we move? And what new jobs did we take on? When we think about all of these things that were happening, we really are talking about our environment. And in those years, the 20s, and I would say even into the 30s now, when we think about these years in our lives, one of the things that really becomes apparent is that we are changing environments. We're often moving around. We may be moving homes to different apartments or houses. We may be getting married. We may be having children. We may be actually finding new jobs, changing jobs more often. And we're in an environment perhaps where we're in college, we're in a dormitory, we're studying, we're with new friends, we're gaining new friends, we're losing friends, we're moving around. So there's a lot happening in those years, which means that there's a lot changing in the environment around us. And what that really means is that there are changing exposures that we experience through these years, and it could be really, really dynamic. It's also challenging when you think about it to kind of go back in time and think about what were those environments that we were existing in. What was it like? Can we actually remember where we were at different times? I think when I look back to that time period, for me, I think I probably lived in four or five different locations, at least, as I moved around for training and uh, living living situations, it really was a dynamic period, which meant that I was being exposed to a lot of different things, both good and bad, maybe. And it could be changing in food or diet or adopting new habits. And I think for me, one of the things I think about immediately in this time period, this age period from 18, 19, even into our 20s and 30s is what habits did I have? What were the habits that I established going back? Um, Was I exercising or not exercising? What types of exercise was I doing, if any? Was I participating in any outdoor activities? Did I have any specific dietary habits? Was I cooking for myself? Was I going out to eat? Was I consuming fast food frequently? Was there a lot of pizza or other convenient foods that I was consuming? What about my alcohol consumption? What kind of alcohol was I consuming? How often? How many drinks a week was I having? Uh, What was I smoking? Was I smoking cigarettes or other things? And how was I doing it? How frequently was I doing it? Thinking about those kinds of influences in our environment. You know, so much changes over the years when we look back. And frequently when I talk with 
people, and I think back to that time period for myself, one of the things that I realized is that, you know, for the most part, people in this age group are relatively healthy. And what that means is that they are likely not going to the doctor or not going in for a regular checkup. And one of the great challenges we have today, of course, is that many people still do not have health insurance in the United States. And of course, if you don't have health insurance or you don't have a way to pay for that doctor visit or that clinic visit or seeing that healthcare provider, you're not going to go there and you're going to put it off. You're going to put it off. It's going to be delayed maybe for years, which means that you're actually going for quite a time period, not actually meeting any healthcare provider. And when I think about that situation, that of course is concerning because This is the age group where we form habits. This is where we establish patterns for the rest of our lives. If we're in with a partner or a spouse, one of the things, of course, that's going to happen is that we are going to participate in activities together. There's going to be activities, habits, behaviors that we actually adopt as a couple. We're going to start doing things together, and this is actually going to be a formative behavior for the rest of our lives. It actually could spell out what we do as a a couple or behaviors for the rest of our lives. And when we think about that, the impact of that over not only a short time period, like two or three years, but over decades will have a gigantic impact on our long-term health for the rest of our lives, really. So that means that we will actually either be at reduced risk or perhaps increased risk for certain diseases. And I'm thinking in particular about things we'll talk a lot about in the podcast, metabolic diseases, cardiovascular diseases, all those diseases that are influenced by behavior. We know for sure that our behavior, our diet, our activity levels, what we take into our bodies is going to directly impact cardiovascular disease risk, cancer risk, metabolic disease risk, and metabolic diseases When I talk about those, I'm talking about things like obesity, I'm talking about diabetes, even other endocrine uh, dysfunction or abnormalities or problems that arise as we get older and have these habits that persist over years, if not decades. Today, one of the things I'd like you to do is take a piece of paper, pen or pencil, or even on your computer, or you could do it on your phone in one of the text apps that we have, write down some of the experiences that you remember having as an older teenager, 18, 19, into your 20s, go step by step. So think about your 20s and then even think about into your 30s if you're there at this point or if you passed it. If you're older now, think back and go back in time and just kind of close your eyes, take a moment and do some careful reflection to think about where you were. So make a list of the places that you lived, okay? And that may be challenging if there's several apartments or houses that you lived in. Think about the people that you interacted with, your friends in school. Think about your friends at work. And also think about the places where you worked. Think about those work environments, those different jobs. And, you know, over the years, I've had lots of different jobs, some of which were very short, some of which were a little bit longer term. But I remember that in each of those, the influences that I had through the coworkers that I had were very, very important. So don't discount where you worked and always keep in mind who you were working with because they can be really important influences. Also, think about 
the changing exposures or changing interactions you had with your family. So it could be a spouse or a partner, which would be a very, very uh, direct contact almost every day, or if not every day, multiple times a day, of course. Think about any kids or children that you've interacted with, could be your own or others. Think about anyone that you may have interacted with over those years, and then make a list of some of the activities that you undertook. It could be leisure activities, it could be work-related activities, it could be outdoor activities, indoor activities, volunteering exposures, anything. And one of the things that we want to do is really think about anything that could even minutely influence our health. And to be honest, there are things that we do in our lives that we don't normally associate with changes in our health or benefits or even threats to our health. But in fact, um, these things can, when we list them out, have an important influence. And the basic things like diet, dietary habits, what we take in literally every day. And I'm finding this challenging every day myself. This year, I've really tried to cut out sugar, any added sugar, and any foods that contain sugar, I'm looking at really carefully. And and one of the things I discovered already is that when I've done this, it's made a huge impact on the stability of my weight. I don't see as many weight fluctuations. I'm sleeping a lot better, and I just feel much better already. So today... And this week, going forward into next week, as we think about what we've done in January, the goal is really to go back, take a look at where we've been. And today, starting this week, one of the things I want you to do is think about those late teen years, 20s, and even 30s. If you finish that time period, that's great. If you're in it right now, make as many notes as you can because there's going to be great information that we can pull out of that together that we can actually use to design your future health strategy. And that's going to be very, very important because we're going to take a step-by-step approach in this. And we're really talking about something that's going to take place over months, if not years. So we're in the planning stages right now. We're in the data or information gathering stage right now. It's a very exciting time period. We love doing this because this is going to lay the foundation for everything else that we do. So today, go back, take a look at that. Don't always assume that you can do this in a few minutes or a few days. Take your time and come back to it. Revisit it over the course of this week. Start today, make a few notes tomorrow, think about it again, set up a reminder for you to think about this this week. So by the time you get to next Friday for our next podcast, you're going to have quite a list of things that you remember doing, that uh, you remember uh, walking through or living through in that time period of your life, and we can use that going forward to design great things for you. So have a great day today. Have a great week coming up. I look forward to talking with you again at our podcast episodes in the future. Please do visit us at quantitative-health.com. You'll find our toll-free number there. It's an 888 number. You'll find my email there. Send me an email, sign up for our email newsletter, get into our list, and we'll really, really get this going for you. Look forward to talking with you again soon. Thanks so much.